Shalom, Abraham, Rabbi Masechus, Nedarim, Daf Mem Beis. Today's Daf discusses if someone made another not to get enough from somebody. Is he allowed a garden together with this guy in the same row? And most of the Daf discusses a neder made before or during Shemitah. It's Machlekes, what the Machlekes is. First, the mission tells us that if someone has another Hano on someone, he's not allowed to eat with him from uh, the workers' food distribution because whatever he leaves over, the other guy's able to get more. That's giving him Hano. And they're not allowed to work together in a row because the guy in front, Remeir says, the guy in front is going to be softening the ground for the guy who's following him who's going to be working on that ground soon, and that's giving him a no. The Chachamim say as long as they're far away from each other, they can share a row. And the Gemara clarifies the Machlechus that when they're together, they agree that it's Aser, when they're gardening right next to each other. But when they're far away, the mayor says, we still need to make a Gezerah that he might come to work close together, and he'll be softening the land for the guy who he's not allowed to give a no to. But the Rabbanon aren't worried about the Gezerah, so as long as they're far away, the Rabbanon say it's okay. Now, in the main Mishnah of our, of our Daf, the Mishnah tells us that if someone makes an awe, makes another Hanah on his friend, before Shavias, he's not allowed to go into his field, he's not allowed to eat from his plants. But on the seventh year, during Shemitah, he's not allowed to go into his field, but he is allowed to eat from his field. It's Shavias. Everything's Hefker. If he made a neder before Shemitah, not to eat anything from him, then he's allowed to go into his field as long as he doesn't eat from the fruits. And during Shemitah, not only is he allowed to go in, he's even allowed to eat. Now we have a machloikas, how to understand our mission. We could either say, like Rav and Shmuel, that it depends when the neder was made. If it was made before Shemitah, then the neder will bichal even, and continue to bichal during Shemitah. But if he makes the nether during Shemitah, then it won't bichal at all. However, Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish disagree, and they say that the, the machalikas in our, in our Mishnah, the discussion, is whether the guy made the nether, where they both say that the nether was definitely made before. In either case, the nether was made before Shemitah, and the question is whether he's allowed to go into the field before Shemitah or on Shemitah. Now we have a machlekes. What the machlekes Rav Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan Rish is about. The first option, the Gemara says, is that maybe Rav and Shmuel hold that someone is allowed to answer something that's in his property, his possession, even after it leaves his possession. And Rabbi Yochanan Rish would hold that no, once it leaves his Rishos, he no longer has the right to answer it on anybody. So the first option is that they're arguing about whether someone has control over their property once it leaves their property. But the Gemara says it doesn't make sense that they would actually argue on that. Because it's obvious we would pass on like Rav and Shmuel if that's what they were arguing about. No one holds that you can't answer your stuff just because it leaves your property. Because first of all, our Mishnah could have gotten away with a Lushan of Nedr saying, Nechosim Eilu, with these Nechosim, which would definitely include Nechosai, all of his property. The second question, which we're, we're going to slug up, says that this cannot be the focal point of their machlekes, because you have a Mishnah that says that you are allowed to ask for things that are yours that left your property. For example, if someone tells his son, Koinum, he makes a nether on him, then he can't get any, any enough from the father. As soon as the father dies, the son is allowed to be Yerushim. 
But if the guy says, that even when he dies, he wants his son not to have Hana from him, then his son won't be able to inherit him because the Nadir will be Chal, even though all of his property is no longer in his Rishos since he died. The Gemara says that that second Raya is not such a good Raya because over there, he explicitly told his son that he doesn't want him getting any permission after he dies. That's the only reason why he was able to affect his property even after it left his Rishos. But the said the first Raya we still have is a good Kasha. Rabbi Yechonavich would never hold that you can't have control over your shus once it, your stuff once it leaves your shus. So Elamai, what are they arguing about? Second option, they're arguing when the person answers, he makes his nether saying, when he says, he makes an objective nether. These stuff are usher to you. That's definitely going to answer any hana. But when he says, my property, Rav and Shmuel hold, that would be the same as pointing at specific items. They'll be usher all the same. Rabbi Yechon and Rish hold that when the guy says, Nechosim Eilu, that answers Hana on these things. But when the guy just says, my property, that would not answer him. However, the Gemara says that can't be what they're arguing about because there's definitely a difference between a personal neder and an objective neder. The Mishnah tells us that if someone tells his friend, Allah should have koinim or he makes it a personal nether. Your house, your field is usher to me. Then as soon as that guy dies, or if the guy sells it, it's no longer his, now it's mutter to the guy who wasn't allowed to get anah. But if the guy says, points at the house, at the object, and says, this house I'm not going to walk into, or this field, then if the guy sells it or if he dies, it's still going to be usher because the field or the house was usher, not the person. So how do we have a Havamina that that's their Machlaikas? This is a Pashat difference between personal and objective, objective in the Durham. So rather we have a third option what they're arguing about. And the third option says that they're not actually arguing about. Rabbi Yechanan and Rish Lakish are paskening when the Nedir was made on the person. Rav and Shmuel are making, are talking about a case when the guy made his Isra Hano on specific items. But there's no actual Machlaikas. And the last thing the Gemara tells us is how come there's a difference on Shemitah between taking fruits from the guy's field and walking through, trespassing the guy's field. If they're Hefker, they're Hefker. If they're not Hefker, they're not Hefker. Why should there be any discrepancy between the fruits and the field? So Ula gives us the first answer is he's saying that we're talking about our whole Mishnah is specifically talking about the fruits that are on the border, on the edge of the field. They don't require him to enter the property. So while the fruits are hefker, Rav Shimon ben Eliyokim gives a different answer, that while he's allowed to eat the fruits, we're not going to let him go into the field because we have a gazera that maybe he'll spend a little too much time in the field not getting fruit. And the only heter of Shviyas is to go into the field to attain, attain the achila. Anything beyond that, he's just getting hana without the heter Shviyas. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.